Hi, I'm Kenfield Griffith. I'm the CEO and co-founder of M-Survey. Welcome to the African Tech Roundup, Ken. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, I mean, we were meant to meet at the office, which, I mean, I obviously didn't check in um, in Santon. You're visiting South Africa, of course, and um, you're the first person we have on the mic this year. And we were meant to meet at the office and tape this there. But um, I clearly didn't uh, catch the memo where the office wouldn't be open this morning because we're early starters to our year. Um, but yeah, we found a, an excellent coffee shop. We've had the sort of compulsory muffin and coffee. Yep. You've had the coffee. I've had yep. the Roy Boss. Um, how are you feeling, man? It's 2017. Uh, listen to me. 2018, man. Yeah, um, I feel fantastic. I think this year is going to be really special. Um, with every year, you know, you have your New Year's resolutions. But I think um, this is going to be a really great, um, great year. And tell me why. Maybe through the lens of what you're here to do. I mean, so early in the year. You're in, in Sanson, Johannesburg. What are you here to do? And use that to sort of explain why you're excited about 2018. So yeah, so we're, I mean, we're uh, M-Survey. So M-Survey is a consumer feedback and analytics platform for businesses on the continent. So we help connect businesses to their customer to develop this trust network. So helping businesses to um, connect with their customers and the customers to connect with their business all through mobile. Right, so we build an infrastructure with t uh, mobile network operators. So as we expand across the continent, we are looking to strategically partner with um, mobile operators. And that's why we're here in South Africa as well. Yeah. So I'm thinking about this and I'm going, you know, what sort of year was 2017 for the business you're in? And, and what are your growth prospects going forward? Every year is you learn something new, right, as a startup. And I think for us in 2017, you know, we're in our primary market is in Kenya. And, you know, you had the anomaly of two elections in Kenya in 2017. And we learned uh, for us as, you know, understanding consumers, we realized that our platform, you know, could be used in so many different ways, you know, to really understand businesses to understand exactly how their consumers feel about the economy in that time. Right. And also looking at business trajectory. Right. And it's understanding exactly what's the outlook for businesses um, in 2017. So what we've realized um, from 2017 to 2018 now that there's a huge potential for business growth. I mean, one of our customers, they grew in even, even in a uh, not so good year as um, an election year in Kenya, they grew by 100%. Right, using our technology. And these anomalies came out um, for us to know that. How do we push that forward in 2018? Do you see um, clients like that adequately valuing the, the value you bring, not just in terms of, oh, we're so glad to have, you know, M-Survey on our team, but in terms of, I suppose, in terms of like paying you guys properly. Do you, do you see a, a culture of uh, people are starting to value the sort of input, the likes of you, I imagine the likes of Superfluid Labs add to, to basically improving, you know, business potential? Yeah, I mean, for I mean, for us, you know, we specifically connect customers, um, our, our customers to their customers, and you know, the the fundamental um, driver of growth is your customer, right? Understanding what your customers want, understanding what they need, because that's who, who's going to pay for your product. So there are two things that we usually say: it's like if your customers can actually get value in your product, they're willing to pay more, right? So if you you apply that customer experience to your product and your service, they're willing to stay with you. So you're going to drive that long-term revenue with that customer. And also, you know, the, 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 the multiplier effect, right? If you understand your customers very well, you can find other customers like that and you're scaling your business. So we look at this as the fundamental drivers and that's what we bring to businesses. So, you know, for us, we think we're in a really attractive space 
that businesses find value in M-Survey. And so how do you bill for that value? Do you negotiate a, 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 a percentage of the upside that you deliver as a result? Do, you, do they pay you up front for, for the services? Um, do they subscribe to your platform? How does it work? That's a great question. So we are software as a service. We're a technology company. And, you know, just like any, any other um, software company there, where you subscribe to our software. So we say, you know, it's very simple. It's, you know, Endelay has a business. He says, hey, Ken, you know, we're growing by X percent in, uh, month over month. And we want to interact with, you know, a thousand of our customers every month. We say, great, here's a package for you to help you to interact and get feedback from a thousand of your customers month over month. And it, it scales. It scales from SME all the way to telcos. And if you see our portfolio, we have a huge range of customers from, as I said, SMEs who are growing, you know, really great with our product and also telcos who are partners. I was going to say, like, I don't know why I have the stereotypical idea that, um, you know, accessing the sort of services you provide is pretty much something you access when you're a certain size or you're operating at a certain scale, Am I right about that? Or, I mean, just in terms of what it might cost me to, to engage something like M-Survey, who's this for? And, and how early can I start? If I'm a founder sitting in, in Arare with, you know, a modest, a modest business idea and, you know, modest revenue, sh- should I be giving you guys a call at all? Actually, that's a great question. So we're, we're pretty much size agnostic because we have packages in a sense, right? So you can start with a very, very, very minimum package to say, hey, you know, I want to interact with 1,000 customers per month or 500 customers per month, and then you scale with us, right? So you grow with us, right? And it's up to you to make that decision. We believe to start early is the best thing, right? Because you need to know what makes your customer tick, and then you're trying to find the inflection point. So even for entrepreneurs, even your, you know, as they always say, even the UI, UX, you know, trying to find out the U, why, what the experiences your customer likes with your product is because you're getting feedback. Try to get feedback as early as possible within your whole design process and even your scaling products and everything else, right? As early as possible to know exactly what is the thing that is going to attract more customers to my product. And we, we advise start early as possible. But to answer your question, we're pretty agnostic. There, I mean, there's certain um, customers that we, you know, we SMEs we start at, like, for instance, Java, you know, in Kenya is, you know, it's a coffee chain, right? And they use our product to get feedback. We are the providers of Net Promoter Score. So Net Promoter Score is a metric that helps you, to, that correlates directly to your bottom line. It says from 0 to 10, you know, how likely you to recommend my business to a friend or family. The single one metric that guides you through your whole business um, opportunity. We're very proud to have actually one of the co-creators of NPS as our advisor and investor. So I think it helps us to really push the envelope with consumer experience on the continent and reimagine it because everything is transactional. So how do you know exactly what was the experience of that transaction with your customer? So, I mean, you've hinted, to the, hinted at the, the pedigree of the, the business you've created. Um, just to paint a picture for our listeners, I mean, you're a man of color, but from the Caribbean. Um, you're an MIT PhD. Your wife's also an entrepreneur of a fairly successful, fairly well-known um, e-commerce, I guess, sort of uh, supply chain platform. I don't know if I'm beginning that right. And so you, you know, you've created this team. Your co-founder, of course, is Kenyan. Um, at, at M Surveys, 
um, your investor list is pretty darn impressive. Um, and you guys are not just creating revenue. You're a profitable business. Perhaps in perhaps modest modestly profitable in the context of sort of if you're looking for sort of high-flying growth but you are a solid business i say all this to set the the tone for trying to uh, get you to comment on your sociology your psychological state as a sort of expat deeply embedded in in africa's startup ecosystem like what's top of mind you've heard me say all of these things about you what sort of just came to mind as you heard me sort of break this down for the audience um, I think what comes to mind is our customer. I think, you know, we're trying to solve an inherent problem on the continent, and that's access to your customer and understanding who they are, right? And I think fundament if you, if you, if you break that down into, uh, decompose that into um, the, the subset of um, information is data. You know, you, we all know that to get reliable data on the continent is not, you know, it's, it's not trivial, how would you have come to that as something important to, to track? Now, that's a great question. I mean, this is actually empathy. And empathy is because I went through it. When I was trying to do my PhD in Kenya, I tried to get data that wasn't available. Remember, I was looking at the World Bank's website, and it was like eight years of data, which, I mean, was I mean, like eight years ago. And I thought to myself, how do people make decisions on this data that's you know, in volatile markets? And that's when that started M-Survey. I was actually doing CAD CAM, which is totally different from what M-Survey is today. I was looking at automation. How do you automate buildings in emerging markets? And I was trying to apply this IoT, this in-the-cloud stuff to Africa. And it's like, okay. When I first went to one of the um, largest um, slums um, in Kenya, it's Kibera. And I remember saying to myself, it's like, wow, I missed it. You know, I missed context. I missed who I was actually designing and developing the technology for, and that was the epiphany moment. I realized that if I was making these wrong decisions, how many businesses were making these decisions and costly decisions? And that was the epiphany moment that I had to say, wow, okay, this is an opportunity to make it available to solve these problems. Right? If you understand the problem, I think, I think you know, coming from MIT, it's like, whoa, I, I thought myself was like, you know, we have some smart people at MIT. We can solve some really, really hard problems. But I think it was lack of knowing what the problem is to solve and who is going to be your recipient of that product was the key. And that's where, you know, for me, it drives what we're doing because I empathize with not having data. So, you know, it, it comes from deep in, you know, whereas I, I, it's a problem that we want to solve as M-Survey. What at M-Survey do you consider, like, perhaps the top three metrics that that you guys track to determine that you're getting those rights in terms of growth or yeah well let me not preempt anything like top three no so i mean obviously you look at um engagements so how many how many consumers are we engaging or well, month over month right because we are, that's our impact metric right so you mean all um all together like all your your with all your clients or subscribers yep. combined yep Yep, correct, correct. So, for instance, how many people are we touching month over month? Obviously, revenue, right? You know, you're looking at how many, um, how much, um, how, how you're growing. And just to note, you know, we're not profitable yet as a startup. Aren't you? Yes, no, we're, we're, we're pretty much, we're looking at, because we built an infrastructure. And we continue to build our infrastructure out. And we know exactly when we can turn on the profitability. Right. Okay, so 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 bookmark that because I want us to talk about something we talked about off mic about the whole platform focus. Um, Tim O'Reilly, shout out to Tim O'Reilly who you you hung out with. 
Ooh, the, the shoulders we rub with when we're Kenfield uh, Griffith. But um, yeah, so I, I want us to touch on that to sort of close. So thanks for setting me straight on the profitability thing. But again, um, so carry on with the metrics. So we have our engagement metrics. So we call them, you know, how many people are we touching month over month? Our revenue, obviously, and our customers. How many customers are we bringing on board our platform? And who are using our platform? Um, so we call them monthly active users, right? So that those are the three key metrics that we track. And is is that a, a very uh, arduous process? The sort of um, customer acquisition cycle. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think for us, you know, we realize that what we're doing on the continent is fairly new, right? So when you say RDS, it's it's been an education process to know the value as far as. W- listening to your customer how it brings you to your bottom line knowing exactly this metric really tailors to how much money you're making right and i think that's we're on that curve now whereas the inflection where people are getting it and they're catching on i mean one of our customers that we're really proud to talk about is you know chloride exide who've grown crazy i mean over the The battery people yeah yeah, yeah. i mean they're one of our customers and they've grown you know, I mean, using our product, they've grown, I think it was 100%. So, you know, hearing those numbers and knowing that your platform is driving that is very, it's, 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 um, I feel it's, 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 there's some gratification there, right? And knowing that, you know, you're solving a problem that's inherent to the market. You're not just coming in just saying, hey, use this product. You're saying, hey, this product is essential for businesses on the continent. And then there's something you said uh, in passing that I think is quite interesting. You, 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 you say you're in a position to turn on profitability. Does that mean um, you're sort of favoring growth at this point or establishment at this point over delivering you know, profitability, I guess? Yep. Yeah, so we, I mean, we are looking for growth because we're saying how do we build an infrastructure? Building out our infrastructure, that's our key focus. And we, it, needs, it needs investment. And you have to invest. So the money you make, you're, going, you're putting it right back into the business. And that's our, real, our key focus for the next two years, making sure that we're in the markets that we want to be in. And, you know, we built out the infrastructure and partnerships that we need for scale. Okay, so that's a perfect segue to really my last question, you know, bringing up something we chatted about, um, uh, uh, an area of interest that you have, you know, the, the likes of Tim O'Reilly uh, evangelizing this idea that founders need to adopt or embrace a platform approach, a, a, perhaps a much longer view to their participation in in uh, in the entrepreneurial landscape where they fit in, um, playing to a future of sort of established platform. Tell me how you're taking that on board. Perhaps I'm not even explaining it correctly. I mean, I haven't met Tim O'Reilly, so so tell me tell me how um, you know why that's sort of top of mind for you, especially in 2018, um, and and how you're applying it in M Survey. Great. No, I think you can read Tim O'Reilly's book. It's a new book. It came out. WTF. It's it's, it's um, what's the future? Shut, so um, for the record, I really do love his thinking. I mean, there's a debate he he recently had at LinkedIn with Reid Hoffman, and I, th- I thought it was really really smart. So if you haven't checked that out, do because he's re- yeah he's. Um, I'm sure he has like African in him somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he's been at this for a long time. I think he's um, Irish. Yeah, but anyway, he's been at it for a long time. Yeah, so I, d- I dig his views, but I mean, yeah, so carry on. I just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> no, so for us, I think, you know, in, in his book, he'll talk about, you know, the platforms that we look at, the Google, and he even talks about government as a platform. 
And I think that's very, very strong if you think about it. I mean, if you really make it available for people to plug in, plug and play, you create agility and growth, right? So you talk, it talks about the Lyft, the Amazon, the Googles, the, the Ubers. And I think for us, platform is very important um, as we grow, right? So because we fundamentally what we're trying to create is trust between two parties, right? So you are, you are the provider to create that trust between a business and a customer. So if you're looking at any other model out there, there's a demand side and a supply side, right? And you can actually, tw- you can actually switch that, right? So you, if you look at um, what we're doing, we're saying, hey, here are these businesses that are trying to connect to the African consumer, and we, you know, we're making that, that conversation happen. As we grow now, we're, we're creating this whole understanding between the ecosystem. So under- how businesses understand their customers and how their customers understand businesses. So you think of what we're doing as far as generating this type of in- intelligence in how businesses operate on the continent, right? What, how brands really, what affinity customers um, have to certain brands because of certain things, right? And I think that to me is the fundamental driver of the psychology be ta- behind how consumers trust your brand or trust you as a um, business so for us i mean 2018 is all again is i think there's you know i I believe there's some um analogy between platform and infrastructure (laughs) right and i for us you know we are building infrastructure right now which will become the platform that we build on top of i'm sitting between you and that massive meeting you have down the road um (laughs) at the telco that will not be named (laughs) thank you so much for um for um you know spending some time with me appreciate breaking bread with you and and just you know tapping your mind about why we should be excited for 2018 i i look forward to to seeing the, a lot of what we've discussed on the show and off you know off the mic come to fruition for you at m survey and and congratulations so far and, and all the best to your wife as well at um do, do you want to give her her platform a shout out too it's soko shop yeah Stop Soko. All right, man. Well, keep it in the family. Keep it strong. Happy 2018. And thanks again. Thank you so much for having me, Andale. Appreciate it.